Welcome to Dropping Gems with your host and holistic health and wellness educator, Keisha Christian, where we discuss various facets of holistic health and wellness that assist with creating a positive mindset, providing tips for nourishing the body, and uplifting the spirit. Welcome to Dropping Gems. I'm your host and holistic health and wellness educator, Keisha Christian. Today on Dropping Gems, I will be leading you through a guided, life-changing meditation. My guest on today's show will be Denise Reeves. She's the founder of Balanced You, who has practiced yoga and meditation for over 30 years. We'll be right back after this short break. You are listening to Dropping Gems. Venice Richards, your pure romance consultant, has been enhancing the lives of women since 2011 with spa, beauty products, and lingerie. Contact her at 631-943-1868. Or you could even visit her website at pureromance.com slash Venice Richards. Welcome back to Dropping Gems. I'm your host and holistic health and wellness educator, Keisha Christian. This segment of Meditative Moment is sponsored by Pure Romance by Venice. Check out their truly sexy flirt line. You can place an order at pureromance.com slash Venice Richard or call 631-943-1868. One eight six eight to place your order. Welcome to a meditative moment. These meditations that I provide you on every episode of Dropping Gems can be repeated and used over and over. To be quite honest, there are times where I sit and watch my own meditations, as there are times I feel as though I need it. Today, we are going to be doing a life-changing meditation where I'll be giving you life-changing statements. This is something that should be done in repetition and not just in one go or at one time. I encourage you to go back and watch these videos on demand on Rewind Network and also on Rude Rangers TV or on my YouTube channel, Just Dropping Gems TV. Now I want you to take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. We're going to do this two more times. In through your nose and out through your mouth. Last time, in through your nose and out through your mouth. Repeat after me. I will face hard times with courage. I am in control of how I react to people and situations. I am successful at everything I do. I release fear and doubt. I am love. I am not a mistake. 
I love myself enough to push through. I am strong enough. Now take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. We're gonna do this two more times. In through your nose, and out through the mouth. In through your nose, and out through your mouth. I want you to check in with your body. How do you feel? Remember our words and thoughts hold power, and you are a powerful being. Whatever you put out into the universe will return and boomerang right back to you. Peace and blessings to you. Now we're going to be taking a break and I want you to stay tuned for some high vibrational music and a word from our sponsors. Hit it! Taste 
dribble. Ain't no liquor, ain't no feeling so. But I show with money, a little fun. So watch your say start. The balls in your court. Said I wanna go
Dropping Gems, an academy for holistic studies. Learn how to treat seasonal allergies and year-long allergies naturally with Keisha Christian. Her courses have helped parents, teachers, naturalists, and therapists reassess the way they handle allergy symptoms. Registration to our class is now open. Reserve your spot today. You can also become a certified holistic studies practitioner with us. Be empowered with knowledge and help us in spreading the positivity with the rest of the world. Visit www.droppinggemsacademy.com or email us at info at keishachristian.com. Right before the break, we had a song by Kia Ham entitled All About You and her music is available on SoundCloud. Followed by Happy Day by Korea Makango and her music is available on cultureboutique.com. Welcome back. On today's show, we have Denise Reeves. She founded Balance You and has practiced yoga, meditation for over 30 years. She runs her own wellness company for 10 years and after 15 years in technology and consumer goods with long hours, traveling, demanding timelines, and managing a family, she felt overwhelmed and burnt out. It was through a commitment to a fitness, yoga, and mindfulness that she learned how to balance and energize herself through these stressful times. Welcome, Denise, to the show. Hello, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Denise, for coming on my show today. I'm so excited to have you on. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you so much. So we'll get started. Um, I want to know what exactly um, got you into um, stress management, yoga, mindfulness, and spirituality? Was it some sort of um, some sort of conflict or issue you had in your life, or um, or something that changed your course of um, your course? or the journey you're on that chose that you chose to get into this um, sort of field? Yeah, such a great question and so relevant to, I think, all of us. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think that uh, for me, there was always somehow an inner knowing, even as a child. But as I grew into um, adolescence and then adulthood, um, that inner knowing got squashed. Mm. So what I would be operating in, which is sort of that, that world that was, uh, I call it the program. The program means that's the situation that I was in. And, um, and, it, and, and then what I'd like to say is yes, the answer is I absolutely, and the term I often use is I got pressure cooked. <laughs> so think of a pressure cooker, just sort of. And the first uh, pressure cooker moments happened um, as a teenager. And I think that's often common. Um, in my case, it was with family, uh, with a dad who had bipolar and drinking issues. And I was young and couldn't understand it. Um, but young and immature, um, massively felt like I was a victim to my situation. Um, so as many young people do, I head off into life and um, think I've got it figured out. And once again, uh, allow this 
life to sort of overtake me where I've lost my connection. And that connection is just sort of what I call our intuition or inner knowing. There's many words for this. And um, as life would have it uh, between work and then um, having children and having a um, lovely daughter who also had addiction issues and mental health issues, I got pressure hooked again. And this time... I was down for the count. I mean, I literally said, oh, what and how did I get here? And sort of this, well, what do we call it? This idea of a good life, because I'm just going to say that's all it really was, that I thought I might have, because it's just an idea, um, was it's like the rug gets just pulled out from under you and I'm back on my face again. And um, like many, many mothers or caregivers, I, I was out. I was done. And I was in a whole bunch of modes. Panic. I need to fix her, right? Um, I need to help. All these things that I think a human wants to do for another human, okay? But what I yet didn't see clearly, and now I am in my, actually, I'm 50. So I've gone through 50 years before I'm really now slamming on the, planet, on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you'd think 50 years, but yes, <laughs> 50 years and I am face down. And um, what I started to do in the world of trying to what I thought was help somebody else realize that there were things within me that needed to be looked at. Yeah. And that was a pivotal point. So yes, that was like what I call, and my story is my story, but my understanding now, uh, and the, the work started before that, but the understanding has been blossoming since. And when I, turned the dial, took a look at myself too. I realized that I was being given an opportunity once again through this, what I thought was a horrific situation to readjust my own energy. Hmm. And when I say that, I mean that, um, as I and I and I can reflect on it now so I can share but as I was in my victimhood my uh, whatever it was desperation um, you know and it doesn't matter my story because it was just a story was oh I have a great career and all this stuff and now I'm sitting here in a crazy household again like I did when I was in high school right with lots of issues and feeling very trapped. Um, So I was in my mode of, and I use this term now when I work with um, people that I work with, um, selfing. So I was selfing, (laughs) meaning, you know, oh my God, poor me, my my everything, right? (laughs) My body, my world, my, you know, whatever. So it's like a little, it's my own prison. I was selfing in my own prison. And, 
what I realized is that the energy I brought to the situation, even if I had the biggest smile on my face, it was still in me mm-hmm. as a victim, as a victim or whatever it was. And I really wasn't authentically standing there for the people who love me and who I love around me. That wasn't authentic because all this stuff was in the way. So this was the beginning of unfolding a new, if you want to call it reality, that we don't get taught. And um, inch by inch, that intuition came back, which we all have, just was what anyone call it, ignited again. And I, um, instead of trying to fix my external world, I looked inward. Yes. And started to say, what is it that this, this version of this being, because, you know, we're, we're, we're very um, beautiful beings of, of not only physicality, but, but of energy and of, you know, and I started to even understand this concept of, you know, because people talk about it, but it hadn't like registered it. What does it mean to hold more light within us? And I was like, oh, you know, I overcomplicated it. It's simply removing density so we have space. Exactly. And that space allows for this vehicle, if you'd like, or this whatever this is that we are housed in at the moment, this body, this, you know, this casing, because it goes beyond our physical, right, Mm -hmm. to hold more authentically. And that was the... So the, the beauty of this is those things in my life which might have been considered my darkest days were actually the, I always call it, it was me giving myself a little kick in the pants <laughs> to slow down and take a moment and like, let's, 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 let's look inward. So there, there's your answer. <laughs> Exactly. So it sounds like to me, um, in, in short, what you're saying, you're teaching people how to, or you learned, I should say, how to let go of things that no longer served you anymore. You know, I did, but it was a little more intense than that because I, um, I learned that my, oh my, is that left side of my brain and my call it my, my, we'll call it the ego. I, and people have different terms. I don't, tend to like to hold on to things but it was really sneaky (laughs) so um and what I mean by that is um we it took me a little more than even letting go I actually did I had to sit inside my pain a little more and own it just like a baby and so um I had been Um, You know, often in the spirituality world, we call it spiritual bypassing, but I had been bypassing. In other words, I can float over this to go to this beautiful level because I know if I have that big smile and I feel good now without really holding on to what is it, that energy within me that was triggering. So it's, it's, it's acknowledging that it was there. And like a baby holding it and saying, you know what? I see you. I see you victim Mm -hmm. or I see you sadness. 
And just like a baby crying, I allowed myself to feel through it, Mm. holding it, holding it, holding it. And what happened is when I confronted myself directly, the energy did dissipate. Yes. And I realized that I had been, and that's why, that's the term bypass. The bypass would be if I, I see you, I call you sadness, bye-bye sadness, and then go off to my next thing. I actually didn't really take care of sadness. Mm-hmm. So instead, it's, it's this holding and saying, I'm going to feel you right now. And I often equate it to, um, I'd love to someday write a little children's book on this because I think it's, the concept is so beautiful and simple that anybody can get this. And it's kind of like um, the way I thought of it, at least, is if I was um, wearing a little princess dress or a fancy dress and it looks beautiful from the outside. Yeah. But on it are little stains. And those stains are some of these long-term uh, emotional baggage pieces, beliefs, things that I've got on this dress. Yeah. And um, so I'm going to take care to acknowledge it. And the way, um, you know, and this is that for the people that have done some work like this, and, you know, you've heard this, oh, well, life kind of mirrors you, mm-hmm. right? It comes back to you. And the way... Um, I saw that was if I feel resentment maybe towards my husband, right, on something, I can continue to talk about that and can continue to feed that. And he will continue to reflect that back to me. And we will play that dance. Yet, if I stop, and I don't need him there to do this, you know, I can just reflect on a, t- a conversation and say, oh, I see that both of us got irritated. How did I feel? Like, and pause and just ponder on that. How did I feel? And this is where this slowing down mm. has to happen. And, you know, we're talking about that today, right? I wasn't slowing down. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And... So when I slowed down, I was like, oh my gosh. I see maybe we're each, we're each having a different you know, situation here, but I can see how there's something here that I'm feeling. And that I can look at. And so I take some time and I ponder, contemplate. I even might do that in a meditation, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because meditation has so many beautiful flavors to it. It sure does. Right? So many um, it could be done in a prayer, right? Um, and, you know, I have a story about that, but I won't go into it unless you are curious where it, it, it proved to me that this was so powerful. Um, but it's, and, and, and when I do that, I feel like these layers are coming off and, oh my gosh, everything in life is starting to just unfold. And I let my daughter, who is on her path in life right now too, go through her life. I don't need to fix her. I just can be here as the most complete 
version of me as I can. Yes. And that in itself can be a bigger gift. Yes, most definitely. And I want to go back to something that you mentioned with emotion. Um, a lot of times we don't, especially as women, um, we don't sit in our emotions, which is very important. It's, a, it's important to feel that. It's all right to feel that feeling. And that's something oh that gosh, I yes. learned because um, when you feel that feeling, it's easier to let it go. You know, you sit in that for a minute. And especially when you were mm -hmm. talking about um, if you have like a disagreement or a conflict with your, um, your spouse, your partner. In that, in that situation, both of your perspectives of whatever happened is totally different. So how mm -hmm. you feel and how he might feel or he, she, whomever your partner is, um, might, might not be the same. And you, then you're projecting mm -hmm. your feelings on that person. So I hear you with that. Mm -hmm. So when you sit back mm -hmm. and you then examine how you felt and then allow yourself to have that conversation with your spouse in a very calming center, you find that center, it makes it much more easier to communicate. So this goes back to um, what we originally said when we talked about um, being still. So meditation is one way of doing that. Um, and you also, I know you also practice yoga as well. So how would we um, use that um, in, in a sense it, within a yoga um, yoga? Well, in a yoga practice, I should say. So um, that's a great question. And I'm, um, I, you know, yoga has become something very um, mainstream. Let's just put it that way right now, yeah, is, which yeah. is an amazing, amazing thing. There was once, I want to say 10 years ago, a very, very senior yoga teacher that I studied with. And he was very upset that everything was getting so mainstream. And I said to him, no, this is actually a beautiful thing because what's going to happen is yes, it might go out there and be the next aerobics, mm -hmm. but what will happen as a result of this is that there'll be more people who will use this format as a stream to reconnect with self. And so this is how, um, when I work with people and teach, I'm, um, Yes, of course, I teach poses and practices, but it is about paying attention during that practice with breath to the body mm -hmm. and how we feel. And that is more important than any pose. So if I broke it down really quickly, simply breath, this we all go. When you do that, automatically the mind comes to the present moment mm -hmm. just by breathing with our mouth closed and where you hear it just that you're back in the present moment and then as a practice uh, for my students I ask them to take the physical practice and just heighten the awareness of what's going on as the breath moves through the body through a pose. Simply put, if, okay, so if you have a shoulder pain, and maybe you've had one for a long time, we have dialogue around that. And often that dialogue is, or maybe you say, I'm not strong enough, I'm not, all these I'm not enoughs, right? 
And I'll always say that's not your yoga. The yoga is simply being, breathing through this instrument um, and noting. Oh, there's that sore shoulder, kind of like high sore shoulder. And that's how this ties into our previous conversation. We are heightening self-awareness. Yes. And yoga, meditation, contemplation are all tools for us to bring that heightened awareness of self. And through that, we actually mature into um, higher understandings of how we're operating. If this is an operating system, how is this operating? Because how do we change that which we can't see clearly? Exactly. Right? It's like walking in the darkness. So when you, exactly. when you find that light, it makes things much clearer. Definitely. That makes so much sense. And then like even sitting in silence, when you sit in silence, you actually hear more. Because I know yes. for me um, personally, when I sit in meditation, that is the time where I receive my messages. I receive my download. Some people, while they're praying, they might say, God, God spoke to them, God, whatever um, your spiritual practice is. So it's when you're silent is when you hear it even louder and clearer. So that's so important, mm -hmm. really getting into um, being silent. Um, and trusting it. Yeah, true. It is. And trusting that too. And trusting ourselves. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. as women, we might not trust our gut. So actually, um, the practice that you were saying, where we um, start to become more self-aware and aware of ourselves, we also too are learning to um, trust ourselves more. Because a lot of times we go outside externally and look for validation when everything we need is, is, is right here, is right here. Right. You don't need to go outside. Right. So that, that is... When you talk about self-awareness, that too, it's sitting in that. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Yes. Um, what is it that um, we're trying, when you are trying to be silent, how do you, um, and how do you teach your students, I should say, to combat um, like repetitive thoughts or repetitive or negative thoughts? How do you combat that? So, um, in mindfulness, um, I, there's a practice there that um, is, is absolutely wonderful, especially for people who are maybe sort of starting to sit with themselves in the beginning. Um, and it's called noting. Mm -hmm. and, um, and it's an interesting little practice because you'll sit and um, you might say, okay, I'm going to sit and see how long it takes for a thought to come in. And they do. They always do, right? And what you can do is to say thought or you just start to note it, note it, note it. And um, you might say, well, that does not sound like a very fun meditation practice. <laughs> but... In fact, it's yet another practice. 
And the practice is seeing that these thoughts are flying through all the time, okay? What I have found is the thoughts come, but it's the thought that we grab onto Mm, to get some energy behind it, right? And, you know, this practice of silence and starting to see thoughts. So noting is one, one practice I really enjoy noting. Um, and then another practice I really enjoy, um, which is also great for a beginner, um, is instead of saying, I'm gonna ask you to turn off your mind, let's use it in a very pointed way. And that is with simple breath and energy. So what I'll do for a beginner meditator, if we're working in a small group or one-on-one, is simply work through body scans with them. And for some people, they haven't even slowed down enough to realize that when you start to breathe, and I say something like, can you breathe into your arm? Or, I love this one, I'll have somebody relax their face and their eyes and then I'll say, can you feel where the hair follicles attach to your scalp? And they pro- and you have to go really inward to see if you can do that, right? So that's another technique to- That's funny, as you said it, I could feel it. <laughs> I love that, right? Well, you're, you're practiced, right? So you can just shift attention and you can go, oh yeah, right? It's a thing. Um, but why I like these practices, okay, why I like this one, the, the body scans, which are a form of what I call energy movement through thought and breath is because it allows me to share with these people that I work with do you really see how powerful you are? Can you believe that you can move this energy through your body simply with attention to thought and breath? And um, for the people that are more advanced, or what, what I found is people that get into this and that really start to move energy, you know, and you, if you know about meridians and things like that, often they'll start to sweat in the beginning because they're actually opening up their channels for the first time Mm. and that can create and that can create a a sort of like a a visceral situation on the body um and i just find it so wonderful when and you kind of got to get your mind out of the way to do an exercise like that right because it's like logic would say can i really do that and it's like yeah everyone can if you want (laughs) right but that is so no. amazing because I'm even thinking of what you just said. Like, um, when some people just start, they actually start to sweat when they start yeah. to start um, paying attention to certain meridians. So the body is like detoxifying or or letting. So the body itself is letting go of things you might be holding on to that you didn't even realize. That is really deep. Yeah. Well, way I explain it is um, for people that are new, because yeah, yeah. some people don't even know what a meridian is or you know these, these energy systems. And I'll usually say, oh, it comes from either China or India, similar but different systems, mm-hmm. very old. 
but I like it to equate them uh, since we don't really see them like a hose. Mm-hmm. And the only thing is that it was a little clogged, right? So it had like, you know, or a straw with something in it. And simply by relaxing and gently sifting focus with breath, you're actually, it's like you're, it's like the, you're starting to get that fluid running through it. And people who experience this for the first time are often blown away. Yes. I imagine. I could imagine. Yes. And some people might say, well, how do you feel your hair follicles? But you know, you have to, um, you have to practice being in stillness. So like for, for people who do it right away, like, um, right away, I could feel my third eye. I could, you know, if you just, if I bring awareness to my body, if you continue Mm -hmm. to practice, you're able to bring or feel these sensations in your body right away with, in your mind as you sit. Right. Yes. So I want to know for women, some people, some women would actually say, well, I'm too busy to do this. How, when, how am I find time to be still? I have children, I have my husband, I have work, I have my career, etc. So how exactly um, would one who said they're busy um, actually have find the time to sit in this stillness? Okay, well, that's an awesome question. So um, I used to say pre-COVID <laughs> that um, I asked people to please take time to drive without a radio on, mm-hmm. for example. So for people with a lot in their, um, and I call this external input mm-hmm. into their field, um, we have to consciously take a moment and pause and say, where can I um, stop this? What can I turn off? Um, And especially, um, I had a student, he claimed his life to be absolutely perfect because he had retired. Um, But he kept on getting frustrated when he watched the news. Mm. Right? He was just completely hung up in this outside story out there. So I actually said to him, I would like you to consider turning off the news for a while and see how that feels. And, um, you know, and it did help him um, quite a bit. So these are, okay, so I'd say find some things that you can turn off. Um, You might be surprised um, because a lot of the things that I found that made me so busy in fact, weren't all necessary. Yeah. And um, when you put it down in writing or as a commitment to self, just today, what can I do to find five minutes and then 10 minutes to myself and commit to that 10 minutes? Um, Maybe you need to walk outside on your patio, on your front porch. I don't know, right? But you find that spot and maybe you're not ready yet to shut your eyes. A beautiful practice is a simple gaze. Find your breath. You can keep your eyes open. And I'd like to equate this as to go, since people aren't quite as used to this, sort of behind the mind. Does that make any sense to you? I'm sure it does to you, but just... yeah. But finding that spot, you and can still like find your head, like find a spot. And breathe. And I always imagine it 
as, and, and it doesn't matter because it doesn't really matter, but there is a term called awareness, which we can, some people relate to. Some people would like to say God consciousness or my higher self. I'm fine with any of these terms. Um, and think of, I think of the mind as like a box and the information is going through it. And there are all these thoughts. And then we have the emotions that are attaching to them. So for those moments, I'd just like you to imagine that I'm going to make the mind stuff flat. It doesn't mean it goes away completely. It's just going to go flat. So I'm going to allow energy, consciousness, my higher self, my guides, any of these terms are great, to come through into my system. Uh-huh. And you can do that in as simply, literally just a few minutes. Exactly. So it's like you're um, you're finding a way for um, to to connect to your higher self for those who might um, pray or um, yes, just sit. If even if it's for five minutes, just sit. Because I know some people will say, "Well, it's hard for me to meditate because I can't clear my mind." I've heard that too. But it's not necessarily clearing your mind as you getting going back to what you were saying called noting taking a note of the thoughts that you are holding on to the most and then let them go. Yes. And, you know, and this is reminding me because I'm thinking of these people. Maybe, maybe it's, so I'm sure you've talked to um, your audience a lot about gratitude and I'll just um, take a moment and enhance that in these, because that can be a practice as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so the mind can go crazy spinning on, um, a situation, a circumstance or a problem, especially for busy people. Okay. So another practice, which would be maybe a prequel to silence would be, I know when you repeat, um, a victim thought or a negative thought. And we talked about this in the beginning because I was definitely very good at this. <laughs> <laughs> it goes into the field. Okay. It goes into this field around you. And so there's a practice of finding the opposite of that. And that's the simple gratitude practice, right? And the gratitude practice allows for you to connect to this heart or this intuition when it's done um, at a deep level. So you find those things. You know, I am grateful I have this meal in front of me right now. I, you know, whatever we are grateful for, I'm grateful for the beautiful day. You know, I'm grateful for my, whatever, my kids are healthy. And, and, and actually take a moment and just feel that authentically you've now given yourself a vehicle to tap inward. Yes. This is the same place we tap into in meditation. So this simple practice might give you more connection to that intuitive heart area that we all have to allow you to want to sit more and expand. Yes, exactly. So for someone starting out, and they, they say, oh, they have a hard time clearing their mind. One practice that they could do, they could even, they could say it out loud. I'm grateful for this day. I'm grateful I was able to get up this morning. Um, whatever it is, they could do that or they could write it down. 
and that'll be a way for them to get into that mind state of stillness. I really love right. that. Right. Love that. Yeah, you know, we um, this is again where I am wanting, hopefully in our future, um, more education on how this way of being, which is found in the present moment, which is which is nurtured through um, time of times of peace and silence, is actually a place of a massive power within each and every one of us. Mm-hmm. And you know, years ago, there's a book I read called Power Versus Force, and I remember the title at first didn't resonate with me, and now it completely does. Um, we discover this place of power within us and life isn't something we have to push through as much anymore. So we live from this power, which isn't pushing people down. It's actually a very centered heartfelt place and that gets nurtured. And the, the, the time you take for yourself is really helping to enhance this inner power that everyone has. Yes, most definitely. We all have this inner power within us. And in order to access it, as we, as we um, talked about earlier, is to learn how to be silent, sit in silence, so we could realize our seat of power, because we all right. have it. We just have yeah. to come to realize it. Denise, yeah. that was, this was such a great interview. Um, I must you. say, I thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your knowledge and your wisdom with um, my audience. Can you please tell us um, where we could reach you if we would like to, um, to learn more about your services and um, all that you do? So can you give us your website and yeah. where? Well, so... Yeah, great. Thank you, everyone. And um, my website is more for my corporate clients, but I do have, um, so I I suggest that you reach out to me on the email there, and it's um, yourbalancedyou.com. And um, I'm just Denise at yourbalancedyou.com. And, um, you know, I have uh, an informal group that meets on Zoom. And um, we actually have very loose conversations about a lot of different topics in um, growing through our experiences here. And if that might interest some of your, um, some of your, some of your audience. And um, yeah, and then I do do one-on-one work with looking inward at the self, um, as well as teach meditation, et cetera. So It was just such a privilege to have this time with you today. Thank you. Yes, and thank you. Do you have any lasting thoughts or words that you would like to leave with my audience? Um, You know, so I would like to encourage everyone. I can't tell you how important it is to slow down and take the time for your inner work. I'm going to make this big bold statement I promise you this is the road to some liberation and to some freedom yes definitely once you learn to feel your feelings 
and you allow yourself to sit in it and not let your circumstance become your crutch, <laughs> you know, so to speak. You, um, you actually do feel a sense of freedom. I must say, I agree with yeah. you. I had to learn that myself. <laughs> I'm positive. I think we all do. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely had to learn that myself, definitely. Yes. So thank you, Denise. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you. Oh, it was so fun to be here. Thank you. Yes, and thank you for sharing your time and space with me. Much appreciated. Awesome. Keep it locked right here. Don't touch that dial. We will be right back. You are listening to Dropping Gems with your host and holistic health and wellness educator, Keisha Christian. Say what you want to say No to the misery Death to the heartache Break all the barriers You are the best of us There's nothing's gonna stop you Do the impossible Hear all the voices Cheering you louder Over the mistakes Tears in the shower You never thought you could grow into something Do the Impossible by Adonai, and his music is available on adonaibandcamp.com. 
Now for this evening, I want to drop my gem as I do every week. And my gem for this week is this. Know that you hold power and you are a powerful being. And in order to make those changes that you seek in your life, you need to begin with your mindset. Our mind is so powerful. And once you put that vibration and that frequency out there of positivity and start to envision what your plans are and what you want for your life, you're going to see that the people that you need to help you to get into those places and spaces will show up and the support you need will show up once you put that vibration out there. So just remember this, it's your mindset. So when you change your mindset, you actually change your, your world. Thank you so much for listening to Dropping Gems. I am your host and holistic health and wellness educator, Keisha Christian. I will be signing off. Peace, blessings, and holistic health. Remember, I love you, and you should love you. Dropping gems from Keisha Christian. She's on a mission, sharing information, knowledge for soul, body and mind. Dropping gems, KeishaGems.com, KeishaGems.com.